Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of the BMW Life. That's boss life, mom life, wife life. And I am your host, Serena Moore Thomas, destroyer of comfort zones, speaker, author, entrepreneur, homeschooling mama. Yeah, doing a little bit of this and a little bit of that. But guess what? I want to show you how to find your rhythm, how to discover your God-given purpose, and how to do this thing called life with less grind, girl, and more grace. I promise you, you are in for a treat. Grab your notebook, something to write with, and let's get into it. Hello and welcome. I'm so glad you're here. And listen, welcome to a new segment on the BMW Life podcast. And I like to call this segment Small Business Toolkit Talks. Yeah, let's talk about some things that you need in your toolkit as you grow your small business. So our special guest today is none other than my really good friend, Mr. Phil Stewart. He is the owner and operator of Anointed Ads, and you can find them all over social media, anointedads.com. And he is going to be talking to us about web development and about, you know, just having, making sure that your business is getting the visibility that you deserve Okay, and so I think you're really, really going to enjoy. We also have an awesome um, an, an awesome resource to share with you. Uh, and so stay tuned because this is going to be really good. I hope that you would leave me a comment and let me know that you were able to um, really get something out of today's episode. Okay, so it's Small Business Toolkit Talks with my special guest, Phil Stewart. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to another awesome episode. I'm so excited to have my wonderful friend, Mr. Phil Stewart here um, with us and ready to share some incredible information for all of you mompreneurs and entrepreneurs solopreneurs and wannabe entrepreneurs. Uh, we, have a, we have a good, good segment um, in store for you and a great conversation for you to eavesdrop on. So make sure you get your pen and your paper and all that good stuff um, because there'll be some, some notes for you to take. And um, help me welcome my guest, Phil. How are you? I'm doing excellent. Thank you for having me. Not a problem. I always wanted to say that. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I'm so glad that we finally got a chance to make this happen because I think we we talked about this when I first started the podcast. Right. And, and mm-hmm. we're about to be going into season two. Wow. How about that? And and you know Success. what's crazy? Well, yeah, it's working out. What's really, really crazy is I um I wasn't sure that I was gonna start it in January and I went on ahead and pulled the trigger with like two shows in the queue. And I decided, you know what, if I start walking toward the door, the door will open when I get there. And certainly um, we, we've had a, a wonderfully successful season one. 
And so as we're getting into season two, our conversation, this conversation today makes a lot of sense because uh, season one has been mostly about everyone getting to know uh, a little bit more about me, a little bit mm-hmm. more about, um, you know, some of the just some of the, 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 the life stuff, right? A lot of encouragement, yep. a lot of empowerment. Now we'd have been through a new year and then COVID-19 yep. and what a year the weekend has been, you know, it's just <laughs> like <laughs> it's something going on every yep. single day, like 2020. Can you see? Um, yeah, this is certainly a year uh, and we are only halfway through it. My God. I know. <laughs> but I'm glad that we, um, I'm glad that we started. So yeah, I've been given a lot of like, you know, encouragement and things um, during this season, but we're, we're making the transition now. And I really wanted to be able to provide um, listeners with uh, information to help um, their, their boss life, right. To help their, their um, entrepreneurial journey. And especially those that are just getting started where that's really, you know, where my heart is. So um, let, let's go ahead and dive in. If you could just, you know, tell us a little bit about your company and, and how you started um, Anointed Advertising um, LLC. How did you how did you get started? What made you launch out? Okay, well, um, I went to the prestigious university, uh, North Carolina A&T State University, and I graduated from there with a degree in electrical engineering. And uh, my first uh, thing I did once I graduated was sit on the bench for three months at my mom's house while I was waiting for my job to start. And in that three months, I met a young lady, uh, a woman who was a minister and she wanted some business cards uh, to be made. And I thought that I could make business cards for her and try to, you know, make a little money while I'm waiting for my job to start. And that was back in the year 2000. And um, I said, sure, I'll make some business cards for you. And I, I pulled out my printer. I got the cardstock paper and designed mm-hmm. it for her on the computer and all that. And it was the cheesiest set of business cards you ever saw. <laughs> <laughs> but um, in the midst of that, I was trying to figure out how sh- what kind of name should my company be. And mm-hmm. back then, everyone went to the yellow pages, knowing what was on the internet, looking for websites. I'm looking for businesses. So I chose a name that started with A, so it would be near the beginning of, of things related to desktop publishing, which is what it was called. Got it. And uh, I figured that, uh, you know, since I'm working with ministers, I'll call it anointed advertising. And I just stuck with it over the years. So that's, that's how it started. And over the years, I did desktop publishing, so banners, all kinds of things like that. And then my first job actually gave me a crash course in web design. And that's where I fell in love with design and incorporating the technical aspects of designing uh, with the creative aspects of making it look nice. And um, so that's where it really kind of birthed. And I've been you know, doing that ever since. That is so awesome. So wait, did you ever start the job? Yeah, I started the job after three <laughs> months. I worked at PricewaterhouseCoopers. I'll never forget, they took us down to Tampa for a two-month training. And then after that, they sent us all over the country doing uh, management consulting and development and things like that. I did that all up until right after 9-11 when everybody got laid off. Oh, wow. Okay, so you were doing your your side business and your, right. and your full-time business all the way up until, what was that, 2001? Yeah, I was doing the side business, uh, like I said, the business cards and stuff, until the end of, uh, I got laid off in July of 2001. Um, and I had moved up to New Jersey. I was living in North Carolina after mm-hmm. I graduated from school and moved up to New Jersey um, because I have family in this area in April. So from April to J- July, I was doing both jobs. And then July, I got laid off. And uh, 
you know, I just kept the side hustle going as I did odd jobs until I got another real official job. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, so what was the first thing? So tell me about the transition from your business, because this is always very um, interesting for, you know, yep. for those that are looking to take that leap and take that jump and what's the next step. So yep. how, what was the thing that caused you to be able to walk away from a job and pursue full-time entrepreneurship? Like at what point in your story did that happen? Oh, okay. Well, it's going to be very eye-opening. I think I've told you this before. I'm not sure. But um, over the course from 2001, I think it was, I don't know when you had your event. Uh, it might have been 2010 or 2011. But that 10-year that span, mm -hmm. uh, I was doing the full-time job and having the side hustle. But I was gaining momentum because I started doing web design. So I got a couple web design clients. I did, I did the first website for myself. And then I did one for my church for free. And then after the word started getting out that I was doing it, I got more clients. So I was, I was making a good amount of money on the side and I still had a regular professional, you know, job with a degree and everything um, during the day. And then I got an invitation to your event. I want to say it's 2009. I don't remember, but it was, was it the where, pyramid club. Yes. The pyramid oh club. Oh my God. So that yes. had to be, if that was, that was after black enterprise, right? I think so. Yes, it was. So yep. then Black Enterprise was January 2009 is when yep. I was actually on the cover. So it was somewhere around, yeah, 09. Yep. Yep. That's what, I, that's what sticks out in my mind. Um, so I, I went to your event. Uh, I never forget. It was a day during the week. I don't remember which day mm -hmm. of the week it was. I went to your event. I was so impressed by you and your, your colleagues. I met some people that I'm still friends with today. And, it was such a, a glamorous thing for me to be a part of. I'm serious. I, I, it really blew me away. Your CD, I still have it in my garage. Oh my it's God. crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. So <laughs> I went to your event and I was fired up right after your event about being an entrepreneur and taking the next step. And, you know, I still had a full-time job. I still had a, a, you know, my side hustle and I was just really excited. And I, I was um, going home at this time. I was married. So I went to my wife about it and she's like, Oh, you know, you know how wives can be. They, they they have a little trepidation. Tell with me, their tell excitement. me about them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, because they don't want you to uh, get too excited about a side hustle because you know you have to pay the bills. So she she was excited, but not as excited as I was. So then the next day after our, uh, your event, which I think it was a Thursday, yeah, mm -hmm. Thursday, and then that day I got laid off, and oh, I wow. was so. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. The you next didn't tell me this, Phil. I didn't know yes. any of this. What? Yes. It was crazy. I got laid off. I was working at a company in Mount Laurel doing web design. And uh, my first actual web design job as a full-time job, not doing programming and stuff, but the web, like actual web design. Mm -hmm. And they laid me off that day. Um, and I came home and I told my wife and I said, well, you know, after the, you know, Serena's event, and I got laid off today. I'm a collect unemployment and I'm just going to, um, mm -hmm. you know, push my business. I had a little desk in the garage that mm -hmm. I had. Um, so we quartered off the garage. So part of it's for storage and part of it was for uh, like indoor stuff. So I had my little desk in there. It was hot in there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it wasn't climate controlled or anything, but I, um, I went in there and I just started, you know, pushing it. I started uh, attending networking events and, um, you know, reaching out to my contacts and everything. And since then, uh, it was full-time at that time. Then I got a job and then I went back to full-time. Then I got a job. But for the past three years or four years, it's just been full-time working for myself. But before wow. then it was 
I'd have a job or, you know, I'd take a, a quick contract here and there. Mm-hmm. But I drove a lift for a while. I did everything I could do so I can keep my, my dream alive. Yeah, you know what? And that is so like that that part right there. That is the part. I think we all do it. We all have to go through that. And I think people don't really understand like that those parts of the journey are the important parts. <laughs> those I believe that's it. when you learn the most. I think that's what I was sharing on the last podcast. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm looking back at the journey and this thing is, you know, has always been alive, but the amount of things that I've had to do before arriving at here and even here is only the tip of the iceberg you know I'm because I'm still on my way to there and you know for me I'll know there when I get there I can't tell y'all where there is just yet but (laughs) I'll know there when I get there that's how I feel Mm -hmm. but these those those taking the jobs those getting laid off the facing rejection the building in the middle of a storm the like those are the things that make the entrepreneur because what you start to discover is it's not even about the service or whatever that you offer it's about the mindset it's like are you going to be persistent and consistent in your efforts or are you going to quit cry and complain right and if quit cry complain is the method you're going for entrepreneurship might not be for is not for you (laughs) because it's just, it's going to take some stick to itness point blank period. Absolutely. I agree 100%. And I feel like you, you have really have to love what you do because uh, yeah. with all the ups and downs I've had with this business, you know, if I didn't really love web design, it would be hard to, to continue to do it. But I, yeah. I really, really love it. You know, it's, it's, it's what I think about all the time. Yeah. Whenever I meet someone new, they ask me what I do and they end up becoming a client or a customer yeah. or a referral source. Yeah. And it's just, it's everything. Yeah. And, and you're right because you, you, um, you don't need anybody to motivate you. Like you'll have those days where you feel like, okay, I can't get focused. Like I just need to like, all right, like just do the thing. Right. You'll have days like that, but it won't be days like, I don't like this. You know, you might not be in the right thing if, if that's what exactly. you're feeling. <laughs> that, that may yeah. be an indication that, maybe you're you're trying to be successful at the wrong thing and that, that's the thing there are a lot of people that are successful at the wrong thing and that's not where you want to um yeah that's not where you want to be so i yeah i love this story i want to talk though um a little bit more about something very exciting that you have going on right now so you have a brand new initiative um and i guess i, I don't know would you consider this like a a, a covid 19 kind of pivot was this you know, well, let me tell you what this is, guys. Gradfan.com. You got to go there. Grad, like graduation. Gradfan.com is one of Phil's newest initiatives. And um, Phil, can you tell us a little bit about that and what it is? Yeah, excellent. Actually, uh, I love web design. So whenever I get a chance to come up with a new concept or anything, it's just like the best thing ever. And what happened in my... Uh, pandemic response, you know, with my businesses, I just put all hands on deck, try to find as much work as I could. I reached out to all my contacts and one of my contacts said, Hey man, my friend needs a website for her daughter. And I was like, oh, okay, what's it for? And he said, well, she can't grow. There's no graduation for them this year. This was early March. Um, mm-hmm. So it's very, very new. It was like, this, there's no graduation. So she wanted to have a site where her friends can um, 
you know, see what she's doing for graduation and maybe, you know, um, see what she had planned for the future and stuff like that. And I said, oh, yeah, that's kind of interesting. And then yeah. I, um, I built it for her and I suggested that we add uh, a couple of aspects to it and she loved it. And then that right there, I decided that since I did it for her, why couldn't I do it for a bunch of other people that are probably in the same boat? So mm -hmm. it was kind of birthed out of this COVID uh, situation, mm -hmm. um, but it was, it was really meant to kind of bridge a gap for people who can't graduate, who can't really enjoy the graduation experience because of what's going on right now. They're locked down, mm -hmm. social distancing. Um, they can't really, uh, really enjoy it. They can just, they can do the drive-by thing like some, some high schools are doing. They can do the uh, Facebook thing. They can, you know, do a Zoom call, but they really can't really do what they really want to do, which is fellowship with their friends and hang with their friends and have a barbecue and stuff like that. Right. So I came up with this idea uh, which I call a virtual graduation celebration. Um, mm -hmm. And what it is, is a customized, secure site for anyone who's graduating from either eighth grade or from high school or college. Mm -hmm. We have all mm -hmm. three. Um, and they can actually build a page right within minutes. They can build a page um, and pay for it. And then we'll customize it and then launch it for them. They also get a free flyer. Um, since we do a lot of flyer designs, they get a mm -hmm. free customized flyer to help them promote it. And on there, they can talk about experience. They can talk about what they're planning to do next. They can get Cash App gift uh, gifts from their friends because it's integrated uh, right there on the page. And they can um, actually talk about the things they love about high school. And people can actually sign their virtual yearbook. So it's all that stuff that all in one. so cool. I, I love, love it. it. Yeah. I love it. Okay. So, all right. So the, the, the graduate actually builds their own site. That's how it works. And then they you could. have the components to it that, that are already like a part of the package, I guess. So the virtual yearbook is a part of it. And then they can show, I think I saw like pictures or you can yep. uh, a virtual yearbook or something like that. Yeah, we made it. We made it in a, a, a way so it's easily replicatable um, okay. in a sense. So there's a section for the pictures. Mm -hmm. There's a section for the virtual yearbook, a section to show the flyer, you know, a section where they talk about the classes they like, what they're going to miss the most about their school. There's a section just to talk about what they plan to do in the future. Um, there's buttons for Cash App. There's, it's, it's a lot of good thing. And there's actually links to their social media if they choose. Because when you deal with eighth graders, you may not want their social right. media out there, right. um, but um, or even high school students. So um, that's optional. But uh, yeah, we build it in a way so they can build it on their own if they want to, or if their parent is sitting right there, the parent can build it for them and just ask them the questions. And it takes a few minutes uh, to put everything in there, but it's it's all uh, one nice little package. And once they they sent it over to us, then we just customize it and send it right back, and they can start to promote it. That is such an awesome idea, Phil. So awesome. So yeah, you guys, you have nice. to go to, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on the site. Um, and I, I, I visited it um, when you first told me about it, but I was looking on my phone. And mm -hmm. so now I'm looking like, what? This is dope. I love it. Thank I'm you. looking at the flyer and everything that, that you created for, um, you know, for, as a sample for, for folks to see. Yep. So you guys have to go over to gradfan.com. And even if graduation has, um, has passed, uh, or the graduation date rather has passed for your graduate. I mean, this is all summer long. They can be celebrated and the site lasts forever. It's a site. 
<laughs> so, Absolutely. you know, you get to put that up there and, and really celebrate your, your grad. That is really, really nice. I already know at least 10 people I need to be sharing this with. Um, again, oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah, I definitely <laughs> do. So this is cool. Um, thank you. Thank you for sharing this resource with us for sure. Uh, make sure you guys sure. go to gradfan.com. Um, before you go, Phil, because we're already, yes. look, we're already at. I can't believe it. This time, I'm telling you, I don't know if it's me or what, but <laughs> I, this, is, this is the same thing that happens in my classes. I'm like, time so flies. Time mm -hmm. just flies. Um, but I do want you to, to, to just um, for a minute, you know, like I said, we have a lot of mompreneurs, a lot of new entrepreneurs who don't really understand the importance of like analytics, things on their website, getting sure. a website done professionally. Um, there are so many, you know, free ways to do it. And there are pros and cons to doing it free. And boy, mm -hmm. do I know it. Um, and <laughs> because I'm, you know, I'm techie and I actually do them because I, I like playing with the tools, but it's, it's not sustainable guys get a professional. Um, but tell us, um, kind of what, what things should, should we be looking at when, um, when thinking about our web presence, like what gets you, what, what gets you the kind of visibility that you, that you need to grow your brand? Absolutely. Well, I would say there's two things that you need to consider or two different realms that you should consider. One realm would be the customer experience. So the customer is looking to have a clean site with clear navigation, mm -hmm. your logo in the top left. They're looking for your menu on the top right. They're looking for your copyright information at the bottom. They, mm -hmm. they want to see a phone number so it feels like a real business. You know, they want it to be mobile friendly so they can scroll easily on their, on their phone or tablet. And they, if you have a shopping cart, they want a, a smooth shopping cart experience. Mm -hmm. They don't want to have a, a weird situation where they're entering in data on multiple pages. They want to click and go, mm -hmm. um, view and, and everything, save and share. So all the typical things that a customer will want to see, you definitely want to have that on the site so they can give you that word of mouth uh, promotion mm -hmm. and then they can have a satisfying experience and then they'll promote it. You know, they'll, you'll get, there's nothing better than that word of mouth. Uh, advertisement right there. So I would say that realm you have to master. And a lot of the tools, like you mentioned, Wix and some of those other tools, uh, believe it or not, they do a really good job with setting it up or allowing you to set it up. Um, and I would say that you should get a professional once you get to, uh, once you have a budget. If you don't have a budget, then hiring me might be tough because I'm going to charge you, mm -hmm. uh, you know, my rate. So if you have, if you have a budget, that means you're established, you have revenue coming in, you mm -hmm. have you know, a plan in place, you have a budget for your, web, your website, then we should talk because then I can really show you how to maximize that budget. So that's the first realm. Mm -hmm. The second realm I would say would be the Google realm because Google is the master of all search engine traffic. Everybody mm -hmm. knows it. And if you don't look good for Google, then uh, you're not going to get the traffic that you really want, no matter how much site, how great your site is or how mm -hmm. much people like it. If it doesn't abide by Google's rules, then you're not going to get the traffic from them. And, and that's what you want. So the things that they require, you have to be secure. So you got to have that little lock at the top mm -hmm. left of your, of your page. Mm -hmm. You got to have a mobile friendly website. You got to, or you should have it hooked up to some type of analytics, whether it's Google's analytics, which is free or any of the other tools that are out there. You, you have to have some type of social media presence pointing back to it so that you seem like you're legitimate and you have uh, a, other good things to have would be reviews. 
if mm-hmm. possible, and link mm-hmm. to the website. Um, backlinks from other credible resources. So if you sell apples, you should have a link to some, a farm, and that farm could have a link back to you. You want to have some type of reciprocal links where people who are good result, uh, good uh, resources for what it is you're selling, mm-hmm. um, linking back to you. Um, definitely want to have your keywords in order. So I can go on and on, but you know those main things for Google as you got to have the setup properly so that they don't blackball you or, or try right. to, you know, uh, you know, turn your, your traffic away to, yeah. to your competitors. Yeah, that is so, and, and most people just b- believe, okay, I could just go do the free site, be done, put it up there, share my site all over the place, and then people will just get to it. And when you do that, you're missing like tons of traffic. Um, and, and I know it, I, you know, I'm, I'm preaching to myself. I, I, I <laughs> listen, people, I have some work I need to do, but don't you worry, there is a new there's a new and exciting site coming soon now <laughs> that Phil's going to get me together. There we um, go. There we go. So let me ask you this for, for a newer entrepreneur. And I'm glad you mentioned this. Yeah. Um, someone starting out Wix, GoDaddy, whoever else, those are good mm-hmm. to get started. You, you talked about, you know, when it's time to hire help, you need to have a budget, right? And I right. think people get caught up with, and I've had this question asked to me a million times, um, what, what's a good budget? And, and I don't know mm-hmm. that, that there is a, just a, a number. I know it's not because it, it depends on so many factors, but how do, you, how do you steer someone in the right direction? Like this is what you should be working toward, toward having a budget of, X if you're yep. doing no e-commerce and it's information mostly and X if you're doing a full blown e-commerce site like what how could you what, how would you steer someone um toward you know like this is a goal you should you should be looking for looking at okay um absolutely well there is a it's a process that I take the customer through. It takes about three, four minutes just to ask questions about what they're trying to do. So let's just go through the process really quickly. Basically, if you're a company and you're, you're trying to make money, so you're, you're selling a product or service, um, if you know how much you're selling today, let's say you're making uh, 20000 a year today, mm-hmm. um, and you anticipate that a brand new website will help you earn an, an additional 20000 So mm-hmm. if you go from 20000 to $40,000 in revenue for the year, now think about what you would invest to be able to, to double your current output. And so if someone would ask me, hey, Phil, how, how would you love to make double what you're making right now? I'll say, yeah. And how much, how, uh, how much would you invest? And I'll say, I might invest maybe uh, 20% of what I'm making right now so that I can make double what I'm making right now. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a, a healthy investment and it, it's a good budget to have. And I'm not saying you need to have 20% of your revenue ready to go to build a new website, yeah, but you should have that, that in yeah. mind. Right, right, yeah, right. that's a lot. That's a lot. But you have you should have that in mind. I got you. You know, my ceiling is going to be this, or my my minimum mm-hmm. is going to be that. And got it. I've I've read in the past um, that if you build a professional website for less than, or if you hire a professional web designer for less than a thousand dollars, you may not get uh, what you're looking to get. You may not achieve the results that you're looking for. So, a professional designer is going to, they probably won't work for less than that a professional mm-hmm. designer for a brand new website that's going to have the bells and whistles, give you the Google traffic, be built the proper way with the right customer experience and the thought and the design and all this that comes with it. Um, yeah, I, I would say that that would be your floor, but then keep in mind a budget, you know, of where you're, where you're thinking to go. 
Got it. And as we wrap up here, this is always because we always want to, we want to be able to learn the lessons. What are some of the biggest mistakes? What are some of the things I would say? No. What are, what are a few things that you wish small business owners knew when it comes to their graphics, their design, and like working with someone like you, a creative, like what would you wish they knew? Well, I wish that business owners realize that we know how to tell the story as the graphic and web designer. Um, The business owner is so excited and so enthralled in their business. Sometimes they make their ads way too wordy for the lay person to understand or to really follow. So mm-hmm. you should take the advice of the designer. He, he doesn't know all, of course, he doesn't know everything about your business, but as far as the layout and how it looks for the customer and for your potential customer, you should, you should take their advice in, on how it's properly displayed. Sometimes when people will put so much words and texts and things in there, mm-hmm. no one's going to read all of that, you know, but you, you're so involved in the business, you want to just tell everything, you mm-hmm, know, and that's mm-hmm. not always the best, the best way to get it across. Um, so I would just say it's a dialogue, you know, you, you tell them what you're looking to do and a good designer is going to try to match your passion with the display that they're going to give to your potential customer. And then hopefully when they, when those two things marry that customer or that potential customer can become a paying customer. Awesome. 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 Guys, this was a great conversation. This is, I'm so glad that you were here. We have, we have airplanes flying overhead and everything. So you're probably <laughs> going to be, you know, all in the podcast episode, but <laughs> I'm glad I, I'm in my office. No kids here in the background. So oh my God. No, I, we have like, I don't know what's going on outside, but literally <laughs> I've heard airplanes all day. So I'm, I'm, I'm in here by myself right now, but there's like a lot of action happening outside and it's, it's hot. The seasons are changing. So the yes. windows are open. Um, but anyhow, I digress. I am glad that we had this opportunity to, to, um, to chat a little bit and learn a lot more about your business and your services and what it is that you do. And so for those of you that are interested in connecting um, with Phil Stewart, Phil, could you go ahead and just let us know where we can find you on social media? Absolutely. We are the same on everything. So if you go to Google and just search for anointed ads, even if you spell it wrong, we will still come <laughs> up because um, we're the same on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and our website is anointedads.com. And if you're interested in GradFan, same thing as gradfan.com um, on Facebook and Instagram, we're grad underscore fan. Awesome. 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 Well, thank you so much for being here with us today. I am certain that um, there were some, um, there were some things that, uh, that, that, that folks got out of this, this, this session. Um, So thank you again. I really, really appreciate you sharing and giving us all this great, um, great information to um, to use as we build our businesses. This is great. Thank you, Phil. All right now. I appreciate it. All righty. You see there, I told you you were in for a treat. Was that incredible or what? I am sure that there was something said today that has you really, really thinking. And here's the deal. You can head right over to my website and I have so many good things for you, like specifically for you. 
Uh, we have a community of like-minded, faith-focused individuals that are ready to wrap their arms around you and welcome you. And I mean, we have freebies and goodies and all kinds of things. So head on over to serenathomas.com and that's where you can continue this conversation with us and really engage further, okay? And then also, if you are listening to this podcast today and you are like, girl, this is exactly what I needed. I need to know that. Okay, so send me a message. Certainly head over to iTunes and leave us a review. Make sure that you are subscribed or following this channel so that you're the first to know when new episodes are loaded. I'm so glad you took the time to join us. And listen, don't be stingy. I know you have a family, friend, or follower that needs this today. So take a screenshot, post it, girl, or just share it. But I enjoyed every moment of it, and I can't wait to connect with you again next week on the BMW Life Podcast. Talk to you soon.